0: The Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Hello, everybody, and thank you so so much for joining us for another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I hope you are all doing so so well, Andy. Before we get to Roma's win over Lecce, I think we would be doing a disservice if we didn't bring up what took place. Just 48 hours before the match, um, a, a, a supporter goes on to Instagram and racially abuses Juan Jesus in, in just a disgusting fashion. The things that he said, Roma, they subsequently banned this guy for life. And there's a lot of to- talking points we can take away from this. My first one was I, I, I looked this guy up. Found him on Facebook, found him on Twitter, found him on every single social media outlet you can think of. And anybody who didn't see this, his first reaction was to say, guys, this isn't me. Uh, Roma going around <laughs> sending, sending a screenshot uh, with my name. Uh, this is not me. You, in, in 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 fact, I think his Facebook post says, you obviously know it's not me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he put out in his Instagram story, he said, <laughs> I've contacted the authorities to to have them invis- investigate the individual who hacked my account and said these disgusting things to Juan Jesus. I, I don't know if they caught this guy yet, <laughs> but it uh, turns out nobody hacked his account. turns out nobody stole his Uh, His login credentials, this guy is just a racist piece of garbage who said horrible things that no human being should ever be subjected to. And interestingly enough, 24 hours later, uh, a pretty well-known Roma journalist who, should we name him? Should we say him by name? Uh, Let's say that they write for La Repubblica. Okay. Well, everybody else can draw their conclusions from that. Which is a pretty
1: big newspaper. For those of you that don't know, it's it's basically the
0: the biggest newspaper in Italy. So he's a very well-known guy. Very well-known. He gave this guy, Andy, an interview. He interviewed the gentleman who racially abused Juan Jesus, and the backlash he has gotten has been pretty resounding, both... Uh, in Italy and abroad, uh, there was an English newspaper who even picked this up and was heavily criticizing his decision to, to, to give this guy a stage, to give this guy a platform. And again, there's a lot of things we can take away from this, but the, other than the disgusting words that he used, the first thing that bothers me is that there is a well-known Italian journalist willing to give a known racist a platform and in the interview he asks him if he's racist yeah that was what the yeah, hell the, is i going mean on? that's the probably that was the
1: the worst part about it is yes you're giving uh, the stage to um to 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 a guy who's uh, who's done a wrong thing and you basically put him on the spotlight and you give him a chance to speak his mind and uh, instead of actually putting him on the spot for what he did uh, he just gives this guy, you know, an opportunity to 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 justify himself, and there is no, I don't know, there is not not a bit of criticism. There is there is nothing. It's just uh, say whatever you want, um, give us your narrative, give us your point of view, and we'll be glad to use this because you sure seem like a a, a poor fellow who just said something that was wrong, but you are not a bad guy. And so on and so on. I
0: I guess if you haven't, if you're not from Italy, you're not uh, a regular visitor. It, it's hard to it's hard to understand why episodes like this continue to happen. All I can continue to say is that it's a societal problem. Yeah, I mean you would agree with that. Sure, and uh, it's a it's it's a it's a thing that uh, I mean
1: <laughs> as you see, as you can see it by how Seria, uh, uh, uh response to it it's it's the same old thing of let's sweep it under the rug you know let's go and say but what about this or what about that and and so instead of uh, of of uh, working towards reducing the racial abuse in sports and politics and everyday life it amplifies it, it amplifies the
0: whole attitude my biggest problem with not only giving this guy a stage giving him a platform, the narrative that this guy tried to create, because I won't say he created it because of backlash, both uh, Italian-speaking, non-Italian-speaking, was pretty resounding. So I, w- I was glad to see that. And also a hat tip to Roma's Paul Rogers. i close with Paul. I like Paul. I, I don't make any secrets about that. But Paul, really challenging the writer who decided to publish this, I thought, was the biggest step forward in all of this. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can't think of another club that is. Yeah, done yeah, I mean,
1: right uh, big, big, uh, big up to Paul. I'm a big fan of Paul, and uh, seriously, since uh, since I've been following him on 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 Twitter, and uh, I'm really proud of how we are represented online, and that is a very important aspect because you saw mm. what. How Roma reacted yeah. to 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 this uh, this whole thing with Juan Jesus? They responded immediately. They responded directly without you know going around the issue, without uh, 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 giving any explanations. They just they just gave the guy a punishment. They and uh, and and then you know the, it, I, that was that was brilliant. The way the official account went after Seria and said, guys, you know, I- isn't it time that this becomes the norm instead of uh, uh, you know the the new thing this this, this should be trivial this this whole uh, uh way of of doing things of okay you 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 know you behaved badly here's the punishment uh and that was very brave and 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 so and the way paul challenged the the journalist was needed because sometimes you need to Explain certain very basic things to people that can't get through that, their heads, the, 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 the simplest of things. And uh, I was, you know, I, I'm always surprised when it's a journalist because uh, it seems like those are the people that come into touch with, you know, different points of views and, and, uh, they have um at least I, I think they, they they should have like a moral compass when when they do certain things. And and you know, and giving the guy a one page uh uh, uh part of the newspaper just dedicated to him trying to explain himself and saying, Would you there was even a question where he said uh, would you would you apologize to, to, to Juan Jesus or something and the guy was basically saying yeah I'd give him a hug or you know that's that's um that's I don't even know what to make of it you know it's so primitive this whole affair uh and and the reactions from certain institutions and especially let me call this out especially Malago who who uh Another big mm. shot who tries to uh, sweep under the rug the problem of racism in, in Italian sports uh, who said, yeah, but simulations, a player simulating, going diving for a foul is worse than the booing that some of the players uh, get or that, uh, you know, some of the booing is justified if a player dives because the player is of color, Um that's that if that doesn't speak volumes of 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 the way
0: sports is handled in Italy then i don't know what does and then this guy had the audacity in the interview to call out and criticize both roma and juan jesus saying did you think of the ramifications of publishing my name <laughs> oh <laughs> and i'm thinking the the balls on this guy to even say that is just astonishing to me and this goes back to the entire problem of this interview even being published how does nobody step in and say listen listen we can't publish this we 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 cannot give a platform to, to a racist and then not only are we giving him a platform in the interview in the interview we are going to ask him if he's racist I mean, what do we expect him to say?
1: I agree with you, and it's uh, it's no, but I, I mean, I agree with you because because uh, it seems like this should be the norm. This these things should not be published. These such people, I, I I think I saw somebody defending the journalist who said something of the sort of like, well, don't serial killers. Is serial killers get a chance to speak their mind when they're like investigated. <laughs> is that is the, is that the extent? That's a good equivalent. I mean, like, is is uh, Charles Manson the extent that we're going to? Is that is is that really what uh, what we're going for when uh, you're? Giving the platform to a guy who casually, casually, like it was the most casual thing one could possibly do after, I guess, a bad performance by Juan Jesus. But I don't even think the what he did in, in Atalanta was was uh, worthy of criticism. Uh, he just went out of his way to casually uh, call the guy names. uh and 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 do things that shouldn't be done and 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 then you know you 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 make of him this uh, you make of him this special figure who deserves a, a place in one of Italy's biggest newspapers and instead of actually calling him out on what he did no you go you go uh, you meet halfway through and and you sort of decide okay let's Let's push this narrative of this little poor guy who, who did something wrong and is now looking uh, for redemption. Um, I'm I'm glad that Roma did not, you know, respond to this. Or uh, I I don't I don't want Roma to back away from their decision. I am very glad that uh, they did what they did.
0: One hundred percent. I absolutely agree. I don't think they did anything that they should be second questioning. I thought they got it spot on. For me, there's no second chances with this, none at all. So let's go to the match. The fun it part was <laughs> the fun part. Yeah, that was that was very heavy in the in the beginning, but I I, I think it, you have to talk about it. Of course, you absolutely, of course. Have to. But um, anyway, it was Roma one, Lecce zero. Another one where it was a very Curious match, and part of me thinks I honestly feel that had you say Francesco been the manager, all things being equal, all things being the same, I don't know if Roma actually win that match because things weren't going their way. They obviously couldn't get the ball into the back of the net, even though they so clearly deserve to. In the end, they 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 keep their they they, they show their character, they stay tough, they don't let They don't let their heads drop when they can't find a goal, and they get the victory. I was very pleased. I Again, I I thought anything other than a victory would have been very harsh to Roma, but I think they should have won that 2 or 3 to to 0. But I thought it was a good performance. I didn't think it was nearly as bad. Now, the first half wasn't great. I, I didn't think it was terrible, but it was not great by any means. But I thought this was overall... A good performance and a good three points
1: yeah and you know i mean uh to me the the biggest takeaway is uh, is that exactly it didn't end three nil four nil which i think it could have um because despite the first half and despite you know the the sterile score of one nil we created a lot the problem is that most of the time we, we just could not finish sometimes was bad luck sometimes was bad decisions or you know a bit of an arrogant attitude especially from the likes of cliverd and zaniolo um but then you had you know the mictarian shot where uh, you know he buries that usually that's that, that that would that would have been a goal um had he been on his day uh, and it just went out just a little bit and then you know you have Kolarov, who misses his first uh uh, uh penalty uh, since he's been at roma that's that's new um you have smalling who should have buried that uh, that he- header um that went out a little um overall i think we
0: Oh, what about Zaniolo? Yeah, oh my lord! Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's. Uh, it seems like it's the second time we, he, he he does that thing of the sort. But we definitely should have uh, went at Gabriel much more. I mean, you could have seen the guy who is a shit goalkeeper. I don't. I don't believe the hype he got from the penalty saved penalty. I I still think that if Roma had just put their uh, heads up a little and 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 got off more shots in the first half at him, uh we would have won definitely with an easier scoreline because the guy was I mean I I I don't think I've seen a worse performance by a goalkeeper so far this season he just looked so fragile so insecure and on that goal by jeo I mean it's like he looked like he looked like a random doll thrown into the mix um and so yeah i mean uh, did i did I uh, shit my pants when we missed that penalty sure because I've seen that movie many many times um but uh, roma overall as as chris smalling said you know in final ten, 10 minutes were tough but there was no to me there was no way that roma could lose this game they were in complete control of of the tempo of the game of of everything um in terms of statistics in terms of aerial duels won and in, in terms of contrasts it was all in Roma's favor. Um, so unless something really like unlucky happened, um, which in my case was I feared so much that one of us would get a red card again. Because Abisso, again, was just dreadful and VAR dreadful and cards being thrown left and right for no reason at all and... Um, I was afraid that would uh, that would certainly have an influence on the way Roma responded to uh, to the game.
0: I wanted to talk about VAR because you had some complaints with it in either the last episode or two episodes ago. I have yet yep, to yep. hear a logical explanation as to why that handball was not given within the first five minutes. I have not seen, I have not heard. Yeah. There is absolutely zero reason that that should not be given. zero.
1: But you know, I mean, I'm not. I don't read the the rules and regulations. But uh, that handball caused a lot of uh, a lot of talk, and there were some people who were saying, "Yeah, but apparently in the new rules, um, if if the ball goes hits a teammate first and then bounces off of you, and you have, I don't know, it doesn't. It, then it's it's harder for the ref to whistle it. Um, I don't know. It seems like that was. I mean, I thought that was more of a penalty than the actual
0: penit- penalty that we got. So. And do we want to talk about some of the bookings? I thought they were absolutely absurd. The the one Mikatarian received was... Yeah, 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 four, yeah. Where, where, where the guy slams and him. And he just casually... Yeah, I, I thought that was criminal. <laughs>
1: absolutely criminal. But the worst thing is that it seems like some of the players, as soon as they see the pitch, they you can already... Uh, consider them booked you know uh pellegrini zaniolo cristante as soon as the ref sees them is it's like first first contrast first touch on against somebody and it's a yellow and that was what also worried me about smalling is that remember smalling first time he 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 did anything to an opponent really um first time he really went in hard on an opponent got a yellow straight straight yellow wasn't a a possession that was important for Lecce it wasn't I don't know the last man standing or something like that Uh, that's you know that that is always going to give you trouble especially when you're playing away from home when you know you're in a bit of a rough crowd and and you you respond to it differently than when you're at home so For certain players, uh, the fact that as soon as they come out, it's like they have a warrant
0: uh, on them, that's ridiculous. Well, one thing that bothers me a bit in regards to this, and I'm not picking on him, I promise, but why isn't Florenzi going up and challenging the referee more? Is that something you noticed? He doesn't challenge him at all. Um, The booking of and the penalty that wasn't given, that's where the captain has to step in and really – I don't want to say fight with the referee because that's a bit exaggerated, but he has to challenge him because those, all of those decisions were dreadful. They were absolutely dreadful.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of the time when, uh, when uh, so something weird happens and the referee has to uh, intervene, usually it's Kolarov who walks up to him. I don't understand why Florenzi. And it's not something that we pick up on, on Florenzi. It's just that that's the way it's supposed to be, a captain. Whether the the call is right or wrong, captain will always uh, be asked to have a conversation with the referee so that the referee can give his reasons. And you know, and and Florenzi, aside from uh, the the the, <laughs> the moment in the final minutes of Atalanta where he started talking to the ref when Atalanta was crossing the ball instead of watching his men, I mean, we in in this Lecce game he was nowhere to be found. And I think when when you have um when you have such questionable refereeing and and such horrid uh refereeing display you somebody has to intervene and if it's if it's not the management behind the curtains that says listen this is unacceptable you know give us a fair fight then it has to be the, the the captain of the team that puts pressure and 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 demands an explanation of some of the things that we saw because some of the yellow cards there, um, especially the one on Pellegrini on Mikitarian those are cards that I will never, for the life of me, figure out how how they can be given in a, in any serious league. So uh, sometimes you know and <laughs> notice that in in these matches Fonseca it seems like always in the final 20 minutes in the most of matches that we've played so far he always decides to uh, change Florenzi that was something that we didn't see before Um, Florenzi was one of the guys that would play like 90 minutes every game basically and here Florenzi always around the 70th 75th minute he comes off makes room for Spinazzola Speaking
0: of, just to end it here, one of the other developments we've seen, Lorenzo Pellegrini, we knew he was suffering from this uh, plantar fasciitis in his right foot, he goes off against uh, Lecce, goes off, he doesn't play the full 90, and then today we find out he's having surgery. And he's going to be out potentially two months. How worried are you about this? Because, listen, Zaniolo, I don't think he's been bad, but I don't think he's been great. Obviously, his decision-making leaves a lot to be desired. Is this something that you worry could really, really affect Roma? Now, they, they are lucky in the sense that the international break is here after the weekend. So that will allow him some extra time, but is he is he a loss that you're extremely worried about Certainly
1: I'm worried about him because it seems like in these uh, in the start of to the season it seems like he's one of the crucial players for Fonseca and is uh, he started uh, Lorenzo Perlegrini a number of times compared to Zaniolo uh, although you know People may argue that maybe Zagnolo would be better for this game or that game. Fonseca, most of the time, he trusted Pellegrini with that particular role. Um, whether I'm worried for for if if we are deep enough, I I'm not I'm not that worried because to me it all depends on when will Under be back because because when once Under is back. You can have uh, you can have a combination of, of different players in different positions. You can have Cliverd on the wing, and and then Mechitarian as trequartista, and you can have uh, Under on the wing, or you can have Zaniolo uh, as the number ten, or even Pastore as the number ten. So, to me, when you can actually give. Uh, Zagnolo his his natural position back to him that's always good that's that will always be a, a good decision um but it all depends on under and I mean according to what uh, our friend Filippo Biafra estimated and what everybody seemed to estimate for that particular injury it would be five weeks right so I expect that after the international break uh Cengiz should be able to start no?
0: Yeah, I think I I think so, and I hope so. Real quick, Roma have a uh, a Europa League match in Austria, I believe, right? Not at home. Um, yes, in Austria, in Austria against Wolfsberger. And they're actually not
1: playing at home. They're actually they actually have to play in a stadium that is apparently like
0: 80 kilometers away from uh, from their place. I did not know that because I I, I admittedly I'm not too up. Uh, up to date on uh, the Austrian Austrian league no it's I'm yeah I'm not I'm not up to date with it so since you're clearly an expert here are they going to win (laughs) um
1: uh, I'll say yes because I'm pretty sure that they've taken notice of of what this team was capable to do at, at uh, mentioned Gladbach's home um, home turf they pummeled them 4-0 so uh, if that wasn't um you know a wake up call then I don't know what is uh, I think It it was a good thing that it happened because then we know Roma's attitude most of the time going into these games, they take it lightly and it doesn't really work. Um, Now they have a chance to set the record straight and show that, you know, they've changed mentality when it comes to these games against, you know, perhaps on paper, uh, inferior teams. 100%.
0: 100%. As I said, I think the most important thing for this Roma is just to continue winning. I don't care what competition it's in. Win, win, win. That's the most important thing. That's how you rid yourself of that uh, that, that Roma mentality that we always talk about. So I, I do think they get it done. I think they should take it seriously. Um, and ultimately, I do think they will take home the victory from Austria. So uh, that's where we're going to end it for this one. We will be back later in the week to preview the the league match against UD, talk about the Europa League match where they hopefully win. So as always, thank you so, so much for listening. And until next time, ciao.